South Boston, it's Celtics Express, where we bring you the latest in the quest for Banner 18. It's the Prince of the Parquet, the Captain of Causeway, the Governor of Green. Oh, wait, really? He quit? Okay, then. Here's your host, Jay Corwin. Yes, 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 yes. Welcome into Celtics Express. What a day to be alive. As always, I'm your host, Jay Corwin. Your producer is Teddy Too Hot for the show that gives you everything needed to run it your Celtics Cup over. A special edition today with the breaking Thursday news. Kyrie Irving wants to remain in green for his next massive contract, and it will be big. As the Celtics prep for their final preseason tilt Saturday night in Northeast Ohio. Green teamers are on cloud nine. We'll break it all down right here on Celtics Express. You can always find us on iTunes, Blog Talk Radio, on Twitter at Celtics Express, and of course on the world-famous OTG Basketball Network of podcasts and writers. Head to otgbasketball.com to get more sound stats and sizzle than you could ever get through updated hourly. In our imminent future is a visit from Dennis Dow, off-the-glass contributor, as he talks about the impact this signing with Kyrie could have on the NBA as a whole. But first, let's hear from Uncle Drew himself. Irving made the announcement during an event for season ticket holders Thursday at TD Garden. Seen straight out of a WWE promo shoot at midcourt, Kyrie Irving says he's coming back to the clear applause of the Boston fans. Irving in the final year of that five-year, $94 million deal he signed with Cleveland. Celtics great Paul Pierce reacts. I think that's huge. I think he has understanding after being here a year. Um, you know, it's all about legacy. To have a legacy here in Boston, it can be like none other. Uh, in the NBA. Uh, so I think he has a, a clear understanding of that. He's a smart player. He's a smart guy. He understands that uh, a championship window also doesn't last that long. He had his run in Cleveland, and he sees the future here in Boston to where it could be really something special. I think he notices that. With TV revenue going up next year and the structure of the NBA contracts, Irving can sign a five-year deal worth $188 million with the Celtics. They do get his bird rights in that trade with the Cavs so they can go over the salary cap to retain him. A max free agent deal for Irving with a team that's not the Celtics. That would be about four years, $139 million. So a clear choice there, but speculation had been mounting. He was on his way out of Boston after the season. That was intensified by his seeming unwillingness to verbally fully commit while sending bouquets of superlatives at fans and media. There's, of course, the caveat that these are only words from Irving. No signature yet. Fans with IP addresses in Northeast Ohio. They're reacting big time, of course, on social media. Harry Irving told Celtics fans that he plans on re-signing with Boston next year. This is the same dude that looked a kid dead in the eye, dead in the eye, and told him he would not leave Cleveland. After taking everything into consideration and reviewing the facts, there is no doubt in my mind that this dude is going to re-sign with the New York Knicks. 
said he plans on resigning with the Celtics. I plan on getting a six pack. I plan on having my family members love me. Just because you plan on something doesn't mean it's actually gonna happen. Better be careful what you ask for, Kyrie. Danny Ainge might trade you for a future first round pick. Dude also conveniently isn't going to the preseason game against the Cavs. Soft like Charmin. We found out Kyrie's not making the trip to Cleveland for that final preseason tilt with less than two weeks before the season. No, it's not that surgically repaired knee, says head coach Brad Stevens. He said that um, he felt um, sore ribs today at the end of practice. Uh, didn't sound like something that is a long-term thing. Kyrie himself doesn't seem too worried. Is it a little disappointing with only four preseason games that you can't be out there on the floor? No. With those guys. <laughs> no. No. Love the preseason NBA, but yeah, no. <laughs> Meanwhile, interestingly enough, just a short time before his major announcement in front of the fans, Kyrie spoke to the media about branding as an NBA player. We have great examples in our league. You know, Steph, Braun, you know, we, we those guys are they, they're Silicon Valley's right down the street from Steph. And obviously, Braun's just done a great job of the way he's marketed his brand as well as being global, you know, iconic figure with our league as well as outside of that. So, you know, you just take it as much as you can. Great examples like Kobe, you know, Magic, and you see the transition they've made from their playing careers to being businessmen. And, you know, you just, yeah, you know, that, that's the true echelon of greatness right there. And connect with those guys, pick their brains, and then, um, you know, apply it to your life. That's what I try to do. As you spend time with, with different players just throughout the summer, offseason, whatever, um, is that something that comes up in conversations more as you get older, just what you guys are doing? outside of basketball and things like that. Well, yeah. The, you know, as far as the business. Guys are selfish in business. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you get one business deal. You, I mean, you may text one or two people, but right. you know, it's pretty lucrative. You're going to keep it like, you know, it's still a, a competition in business as well. So I appreciate that component, but there are, you want to have great relationships in that aspect as well. So you're able to bounce ideas, you know, figure out what they've experienced throughout their um, kind of life outside of basketball and how they're making it work with their family and sacrificing with basketball and then go from there. With that, we've heard from just about everyone on the matter so far except one man, Dennis Dow of OTG Basketball, a must-visit for Hoopheads at Dennis Dow NBA. Lucky to have him calling us from Korea. Dennis, how you feeling? Uh, feeling pretty good. Uh, thanks for having me. I really appreciate the opportunity to come on here and chat with you. So the news dropped, I guess, overnight in Korea that Kyrie Irving says he'll come back to Boston. I'm sure all the Korean fans have lost their mind. It must be quite a scene over there. Uh, So a big deal. It's been in Boston. You know, we've heard a lot of him hinting with the semantical battles about how he'd like to stay in Boston and they'd never let him leave. And then yesterday at that ticket holders event at TD Garden, he finally announced that he will look to opt out of his player option for next season, hit the free agent market where he'll get a bunch of money to re-sign with the Celtics. You cover the whole league, Dennis. So what are your thoughts kind of on the ripple effect this could have? Well, uh, I mean, it makes sense for Kyrie. Uh, You know, he's going to, he could have uh, re-signed this summer, but he was going to cost himself quite a bit of money, so it makes sense for him to opt out. I know some of Jackie McMullen's coverage of uh, some of the things she was hearing earlier in the summer, a lot of people felt that this is what was going to happen. I know that there was a lot of talk about Kyrie and Jimmy Butler possibly joining forces uh, for a New York team. But to me, it just makes sense. I mean, I think Kyrie wants to win. I think he feels like he has the best chance to do so in Boston, which obviously 
if you look at their roster and their flexibility going forward, it's top of the league easy. So the thought of leaving that situation to go to one of these New York teams and just team up with a Jimmy Butler, it, it just didn't make a lot of sense. So I think it's a smart move for him. Any team that thought they were going to have a chance with him next summer, I think they were going to have the work cut out for him to get him away from the Celtics. Yeah, Dennis, it's funny you say logically it seems like the obvious option, and everyone knew this is what was going to happen. But in the Boston market, let me tell you, that was not the narrative. You know, it's been a bit of sleight of hand from Kyrie here and there about whether he would come back. Definitely wasn't the case in Boston that it would be an obvious choice. And like you said, I mean, the thing that was so interesting, Dennis, is there there was never really leverage for Kyrie to not say he was going to sign because obviously the Celtics, to use the words of the great Isaiah Thomas, were going to back up the Brinks truck, right? There was no question he would get a max deal next year. So we're glad to finally have that, uh, you know, nothing signed, but for the time being, that's behind us. And as we go towards the season, I, th- I think that's a really good move for him. I'm sure everyone on the team's excited to move forward. You know, and it breaks up a lot of uh, a lot of hopes for Knicks fans. They were thinking maybe they could get Durant and Porzingis. Maybe Irving would come join them. You said Jimmy Butler and Irving may be pairing. What kind of wake does this leave across the league, a very big free agent class coming up? And does this change the way teams are looking at, w- at what they plan to do next summer? You know, it's just another name that teams don't have access to. If you're another superstar, uh, I mean, I, I would just have to, you'd have to look hard to think, okay, well, if I'm Kevin Durant and I team up with Kristaps Porzingis and one other guy, you know, is that team going to be good enough to contend with the Celtics? That's going to be a hard argument for people to make in terms of what they can do. However, with just all of the turmoil that's going to be going on next summer, there's no guarantee that these guys are going to leave their teams. Uh, But I think in terms of free agency, you know, fans, we love to see players move teams. We love to see them change teams. And so in that case, it does take a little bit of that drama away. And the Celtics, was it was a very fun story because of how great the team was able to do in the playoffs without Kyrie. And I think that's where a lot of that kind of talk started, where it's like, well, maybe the Celtics won't want Kyrie to come back. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it's a no-brainer. Like, he's he was on a team that beat the Golden State Warriors in the playoffs, regardless of what you may think his uh, percentage of, of uh, contribution was to that. Um, Kyrie is a guy that can help you win basketball games and win championships. Um, they've got some flexibility for the next couple of years before, you know, some of their younger guys come up for paydays. So the Celtics, to me, just makes the most sense for him. And in terms of those other guys, it'll be exciting to see if, you know, some of these Western Conference superstars uh, that are heading up for free agency, uh, DeMarcus Cousins, Kevin Durant, um, and even some of the Eastern guys, you know, uh, Kawhi Leonard, uh, Jimmy Butler. It'll be interesting to see what those guys think um, their move can be and, and whether they think teaming up in the East is a better alternative than the West. And uh, sorry, Jimmy Butler, not in the Eastern Conference yet. <laughs> I know, it's kind of hard to yeah. keep track of him. we got to keep GPS on him to know where he where he's headed. Uh, but yeah, you yeah, said it. No the, the Celtics roster surely now shaping up with this uh, new news. you got the core, Tatum, Brown, Hayward, now Irving locked up for seasons. That is a, uh, a scary force to deal with, and it begs the question I often bring up on this show, Dennis. Terry Rozier, Marcus Smart signed a new money. Now we know Irving's coming back. Terry Rozier, to me, 
can be a two-way starter in this league, and I'm just waiting for a team to put together a trade proposal, and I think you can get good value out of Ainge for this. I know people don't like to trade with Trader Danny, but I think you could get good value at some point in this season or next offseason for a guy like Terry Rozier, who I think has a very bright future. Dennis, we appreciate your time. A new father, congratulations to you. Get some sleep. Uh, We appreciate your time from Korea. We'll talk soon. Appreciate it, and uh, yeah, it's I'm trying to get some sleep, and I think it's going to get better. We'll we'll see, I hope. Yeah, when they're like 30. (laughs) Yeah. So with that, we wrap another episode of your favorite podcast, Celtics Express. Less than two weeks until the opener, Sixers and Celtics in Boston. We thank our producer, Teddy Tuhat, our guest today, Dennis Dow, our legions of fans, and of course, Dr. James Naismith. Find us on Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, OTG Basketball, and on Twitter at Celtics Express. And remember, kids, make sure you're registered to vote next month's historic midterm elections. Until next time, I'm your host, Jay Corwin. We'll see you at the garden.